This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. If you go there, not only can you see us, but you can get all of our other content. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on so you'll know when it's coming. Also, check out FiveReasonSports.com. Spell that one out. We do not have a paywall for all of our written content. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, including our friend Mark Brown. You can find him at MarkBrownPA.com. That's MarkBrownPA.com, 954-566-5678. That's a direct line, 954-566-5678. Go to Mark for a couple of different reasons like I have. If you need an estate attorney, basically somebody who's going to make sure that whatever it is you've earned over the course of your life goes to the people that it should go to and not to the state or some person that you didn't even want to invite to the family parties, go to markbrownpa.com and make sure that your estate plan is set up. It's important, especially if you have a child. Also, he's a real estate attorney, so if you're closing on a property, I can tell you he did a couple of my closings for me, did a great job with it, handled a very difficult other side. He just has a very calm demeanor, and he's a huge Miami Heat fan, so reach out to him. It's markbrownpa.com. Anything you need in terms of real estate attorney, title company, or again, an estate plan, 954-566-5678. Make sure you mention five reasons. And now, today's episode. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I haven't done one of these in a while. Just Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick. And at Five Reasons Sports, I'm coming to you from Denver, where just finished up availability for the off day, or one of the two off days. They did not have availability yesterday, so today the Nuggets were available, and then the Heat were available at Ball Arena. We'll go through some of the key topics. If you want another perspective on this, Mateo Mayorga has been covering the Denver side of the series. He lives out here. He and I did a video that's going up on the YouTube channel, so make sure that you check that out. But I'm going to go through some of the same themes with you here, Greg, because there are some overriding ones, and let's touch on the news stuff first. Um, Two key things, and they're availability related. No Caleb Martin today. He's apparently sick, Um, but there didn't seem to be too much dwelling on it at, at the availabilities today. And I talked to somebody with the heat who said, you can expect him to play tomorrow. So I don't think he's going to be out uh, tomorrow. If he is, this is obviously not great, but also I said before the series, I thought this might be a series in which Caleb would struggle more than he did in the previous one. First thing he's on the scouting report. Uh, and second thing, uh, just the way the nuggets play with their length and sort of their physicality, Uh, might take him out of it a little bit. And they did crowd him a lot in game one. I I guess let's start here first. And I know you guys did a big episode about adjustments, which everybody should check out. Uh, First thing, have you heard anything that Caleb is going to be out? And second thing, uh, what can they do to get him going, I guess, if he plays? So it was a surprise to me that he missed practice. I uh, have not heard further. So you have better information than I. So I, I, I would expect him to play just because this, likely just came about out of nowhere. Hopefully it's just a like cold like situation and he can, you know, be as effective as ever. I do think there's a question to be made there. Cause not only was 
the field goal attempts way down. He's been averaging almost 13, 14 field goals uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals per game, and he only took seven shots in the first game, 24 minutes, and wasn't really in a ton of foul trouble. So I, I don't know if that is something that they're going to lean in a different direction or maybe try to uh, – put him in different spots with different players. Like, I don't know if there could be more Haywood Highsmith that ends up finding a way on the floor with Kayla Martin and Jimmy and some really weird, we talked about it on the show last night and I'm going to mention it to you, Ethan Brady said that the heat needed to get weird. And I think they do. And I don't know what that means yet. So it makes it a little unpredictable, but I think no matter what it'll involve Kayla Martin, if he's ready to go for tomorrow's game too. We mentioned getting weird uh, so here's some other factors for this. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll address one that's not as weird first is uh, we had a chance to speak to Kevin Love. Uh, for people who don't understand how media availability works at the finals, I think it's good to get a little kind of a background on this because the heat have been so good for so long. I've done a lot of these, which most beat guys or people that cover teams don't get to do a lot of these. So that's one, one blessing, I guess, that the heat have given us. Uh, I, I'll say this, that the way it works, you can't get to everybody because uh, what they do is they put, uh, some people in the in the interview room and then the others are on the court and then the ones on the court sort of some of them have things planned and some of them don't. So just to give you the perspective on today, uh, after the Nuggets finished, it was Spo and I was in there for that. Bam, I, Bam and Jimmy, I left for that. Mateo went in there and I went out to the court and I did get a chance to talk to a couple of the guys uh, on the side a little bit. And that was Struess and Love. So let, let, me, let me go through those two things here and then we'll get into the hero thing because I think that plays into all of it. We're talking about Caleb. Uh, as far as Struess goes, he told me a story. I just said to him, I said, listen, because I, I had asked Spolstrup in the press conference, but it's something Spolstrup told me before, which is that early in his career, he made a mistake uh, earlier where he told a Heat player, a Heat veteran who was a shooter to stop shooting. And I remembered it as Shane, but it was actually as he corrected me on the podium, it was Mike Miller, who he had told at the time, stop shooting. And he said he never made that mistake again. Like that was like, like his now his attitude is if he's at the roulette table and red keeps hitting, he's doubling down on black. Like that, that's the way that he, that's just his personality now. And he wants you to keep shooting, double down and all the rest of this. And so I said to Max, uh, telling him that story, I said, when did you sort of realize that this was the approach that they wanted to take with you? And the reason I'm bringing up Max is 0 of 9 from three in game one and 0 of 10 overall. So that's a historically bad NBA finals game. Like that's re that's John Starks ish bad, right? So when, and I wish I could have talked to Pat about that today, but unfortunately Pat was not available, even though he was sitting in the crowd and we knew he was there I, before I even saw, because he was sitting there with Arison and, um, and with Spo. And before I even saw him there, I heard the Motown. I'm like, okay, Pat's here because that's, that means Pat, not Jimmy has control of the speakers. But anyway, so we're talking to Struess on the side. I said, okay, wh when did you realize he had this approach with you that he wanted you to shoot all the time? He says, second practice, second time they brought him in is an exhibit 10. He said he passed up a couple shots and Chris Quinn and Spo both pulled them aside afterwards and said, if you do that again, you're cut. He says, you are here to shoot. Wow. So keep shooting. So they are not going to stop in terms of that. They want Max to take those shots, but there's other factors that play into this. Talk to Kevin Love a little bit. Kevin is staying ready. He said, I asked him, I said, your, your body right now, now that you know, you're in your, your late thirties, is it better that you got some time off or is it harder to kind of ramp up? He says a little bit of both, but I'll be prepared. He says, I feel good. He did talk about the need for maybe more size in this matchup. He said that when he's played against Denver before, he's typically been the four in those games. Um, and obviously he was a different kind of player at that time than he is now and more of a featured player. But I get the sense that he's going to be dusted off here 
at some point. It may not be in game two. So you're dealing with the Caleb thing. Is he going to play? How effective is he going to be? You're dealing with Struess's confidence to a certain degree. You're dealing with Love and, you know, the idea could might he be more effective than Zeller. You just played Highsmith a ton of minutes, and he gave you really good minutes, so it's not like you want to pull him out right now. And then there's Tyler, okay? So here's the, the latest on Tyler, Greg. There's been reports. It, it seems like the national guys are trying to get ahead of it about game two. But you've also heard that game two was a possibility. So let me get into what you've heard. And then I'll get into what they said today. So essentially, and this dates back to prior the prior to game one, it was essentially uh, the first loss or game three, whichever came first. And so I think medically, physically, Tyler Hero is ready to go. And this is just more about understanding time and score. Uh, and I mean that in a broader sense in terms of when to get him involved in this and to insert such an integral part of the team, a starter, a 20-point scorer, a player that in this matchup could have some really big moments potentially with the pull-ups. I just uh, – I think that they're going to – I'm going out on a limb again. This is two episodes in a row. I think that they're really going to look to activate him for game two. Uh it would be consistent with everything I've heard that he's tracking well, ready to play. You mentioned it on our off the floor feed and also on Twitter that they weren't hiding him at all. And so I think that that's also a good sign, but let's hear what they said. Let's hear what they said. Okay. So that's what we've heard. And that's consistent with what I've heard. Um, so Eric Spolcher was asked a question by Ira at the very start today. And he said, I don't know where that game two report came from. So is this Eric playing possum? Or is it that, uh, again, some of the reporting might have gotten ahead of itself? Based on Eric's history, it could really be either because <laughs> he's done this kind of thing before and he'd like to wait till the last minute. I know that the Nuggets, I talked to some Nuggets people who said they're expecting him to play or at least they're preparing for him to play. Now, what, what we saw, again, to give a little bit more background on this, the Nuggets had their uh, practice first. You could watch 30 minutes and they shut it down and then they were available. And then the Heat's availability and it'll be the opposite way, by the way, in Miami, where the Heat will go first. Uh, but then the Heat's availability was was piggybacked right after the Nuggets' availability. And then the Heat practice came after. So Spo had said that, and then we all went out to the court and whatever. And then Tyler was out on the court at the very beginning. And like I said, they were not hiding him. Now, we didn't even see Jimmy in the open part of practice. I think he was still doing interviews, okay? So – and I didn't see Bam, okay? But Tyler was out there. Now, Tyler was working – with basically Duncan Robinson, Haywood Highsmith, and some guys who aren't going to play. So he's not, he wasn't at least in that group, and it hasn't pulled that whole group together. He wasn't working with Shrews, uh, Vincent, um, and I guess, like I said, Jimmy wasn't out there yet at that stage. So, uh, but he wasn't working with that other uh, group, and Caleb wasn't there. So it wasn't like it was a big contingent, but it was Jamal Kane and some others. Um, and, and Tyler was kind of, you know, he was doing some things, but not a lot. So uh, what I'll say from this is they're not hiding him completely from the media. So they're allowing everybody to get their B-roll shots of Tyler Hero and all the rest of this. But at the same time, we didn't see him do a lot. Okay, so it it's really hard to know. And they know how to manage these situations. They've been in enough of them uh, that if they want to hide something, they can. So we'll see what happens. But I think from us, I think we'll be either way. I think I won't be surprised. If he plays, if, if he plays, I won't be surprised because we've heard medically he could play. If he doesn't play, I won't. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, 
who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products. And that's why I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO, Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Won't be surprised in part because of this, Greg. You're talking about a guy who's been out two months, right? Basically. I mean, almost like a month and a half. And his first game that you're putting him back into is down 1-0 of the NBA finals on the road in high altitude. Yeah. Like there is like, I mean, I don't know where his conditioning is. I assume they're not going to put him out there unless they think it's good. And and it's not not like he had a leg injury this time or something. But to your point. To your right. point, the, the ramp up in Miami to then go deal with the altitude in game five, like maybe that is how you do that versus him starting cold turkey on in game two. Because here's the other part of this, um, and it was mentioned on Twitter uh, by uh, Saban from Miami Heat Beat, is like mm. you also don't want to like kill his confidence as a player that is coming in and you're kind of inserting him as a, as a shot in the arm. And then if that mm-hmm. doesn't go well, then you don't really have another lever to pull in game three. Right. So I do think that there is some strategic advantages to holding him back. But um, I, I think he's physically ready to go. So it's more about they're just managing when and where. The other part of this is that let's say he doesn't play in game two. Okay. Let's say loss, right? 2-0 series, they go home. They he enters as he used to enter as a reserve. There's going to be a jolt with the crowd in Miami, so th- there is a benefit for him getting his first look there, I guess. To that end, I think we're past the point though, which is one of our concerns before that he's going to be blamed for anything. And and I know they were cognizant of that. They don't they don't really want that to happen to him. It's not fair to him the way that they were playing. And I think that's one of the reasons we talked about we were expecting it to happen after a loss. 
So that may be one reason to put him into this game. I mean, really, in this game, he can only be a hero. He can't be, uh, and no pun intended, okay, with, with the one R, right? He can only be a hero. He can't be the, the, the go to the villain because they just lost game one and had trouble with shot creation without him or shot making. Anyway, not shot creation. So maybe maybe if he does play, and then it again becomes who, who plays for. And I don't know that Spolster is going to do something as drastic as pull Struess from the starting lineup. It didn't sound like that today. Uh, and put Duncan in the starting lineup. And Duncan didn't shoot that well in the last game either. So I, I think what we're looking at is Tyler taking some of those Lowry-Gabe minutes together. And there may still be minutes rolls, not just for Struess as a starter, but Duncan as a reserve. I can see him adding Tyler uh, to the rotation, maybe as the ninth guy uh, in a limited role in the first half, kind of seeing where he's going. So we'll see where that plays out. All right, we're going to talk about – I want to talk about the BAM thing here. Uh, as, when, before we finish the episode, before we do, we do want to mention this is not a new sponsor because he's been with us and he's been a supporter of ours from almost the very beginning here at the Five Reasons Sports Network. We really appreciate it. Uh, he's come to our watch parties. He's a huge Miami sports fan, just a really good good person. And also, uh, he can really help you if you've got back pain, and and that's that's his specialty. Reach out to our guy, Doctor Jonathan Chung, board board certified board certified chiropractic and chiropractic neurology. Jonathan's gonna make me say that five times fast. Specializing in chronic pain, dizziness, and post concussion syndrome. He's got a new sports vision training program used by athletes like Steph Curry. He's actually based up in the Palm Beach area. Um, he can service all of South Florida because not only does he offer in person uh, consultations, but also telehealth consultations at an affordable price. I've had people who've, who've gone to John. Uh, they just talk about what a great experience it is. And he really knows his stuff. I mean, seriously, if you follow him on Facebook, there's a lot of 12 syllable words. Okay. That I can't handle, but he certainly can. So go to J Dr. Jonathan Chung. You can follow him at Keystone neuro. That's Keystone neuro N E U R O on Instagram or Dr. Jonathan Chung on Twitter, or just go to the website, chiropractickeystone.com. Again, that's chiropractic keystone.com we also want to mention our gambling and fantasy partners here at the five reasons sports network because we're running a ton of promos contests giving away money and shirts and all kinds of other stuff but you got to be signed up so go to prize picks use the code 5 five get that initial deposit matched up to hundred dollars again that's prizepicks.com you can find the google play store apple app store or prizepicks.com and again betteredge.com where you are betting against others not against the book that's why it's legal use the code 5 rsn we're running tournaments. We've got follow contests, all kinds of cool stuff. So go to betteredge.com. The code is 5RSN. Prize picks. Use the code 5. You know, it's harder for me to get through this stuff in the high altitude. I find myself losing my breath. <laughs> that's I don't know, that's I, you know, it's, it's people, you know, it's crazy when they're saying, well, the altitude is not a thing, right? And I know the Heat are trying to say that because they don't want it getting in their heads or anything. I mean, okay, I'll just, I mean, I was at Red Rocks uh, yesterday. Going up the stairs at Red Rocks, trying to get to the bathroom. Woo! How these guys are expected? I know they're slightly higher level athletes than me, but like they're expected. I mean, expected the guy to play forty one minutes of this. <laughs> you know, guard Jamal Murray and on uh, the other court put up thirty. I understand why Jimmy might get a little gassed. I it's 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 different, and they've had a few days to adjust to it. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but we'll also talk about some of the adjustments on the floor. So I do want to get to the Bam thing here today because I don't think Mike Malone meant any. Um, disrespect towards Bam. Yeah. Uh, but what he was saying was he was asked about the idea of Bam being the one guy who carried and was it kind of their plan? Because we've talked about that. I think to a certain degree it is their plan to, to sort of force Bam to beat them. He says, we're not trying to get Bam to beat us. He says, but basically if you're going to take 25 shots to score 26 points, we'll take it. Two-edged sword though, Greg, because he scored 25 points, uh, 26 points 
on 25 shots, but he was efficient on the shots he took. He was 13 of 25. He shot 52% from the floor. You'll take that efficiency, but it's the no free throws thing. That's the reason that he didn't have more points per shot. Um, what do you think that they will do? Because I asked Jokic about it too when he talked about how he needs to be more on point. It's not really Jokic's strength to be an on, on-man defender. He does some other things good, uh, well defensively. What do you think they do to change, if anything? And will Miami take it? If Bam's going to keep being aggressive, are they okay with it? Well, first I want to say that the Denver Nuggets are so damn diplomatic in their answers, and they just completely do not give any bulletin board material. And that was something Mateo Mayorga hit on before game one, and they're continuing with that because they were just basically praising Bam. But to your point, I think there is a part of this that they're saying, well, those twos are better than threes or maybe better than dunks because sometimes some of that stuff's coming from the mid range and they'll live with it. Right. It's not that they like that it's happening, but they'll live with it if they're closing out on shooters or staying home on shooters and Jimmy's not going crazy. So I think that's like a, if they're going to let something happen, I feel like bam is a scorer. We predicted that before the series, they're not going to change that. So I think those looks are going to be there for bam where it's going to come in is that, the margin for error is so small that Bam needs to play this well and go 13 for 25. You need Jimmy to probably go around 15 for 25, and then you need your three-point shooters to shoot well. That's the kind of offense that it's going to take to get a win on the road. And so I think they're not going to change the way that they scheme on Bam. Bam's going to get those looks. You take that game from him, 52% on 25 field goals all day. But I worry that if you just settle for that, that that's, it's not going to win you a series. And so I just feel like they need all of those elements to come together. And then I'd like to see Bam just take it to the rack a few more times, take him off the dribble, try to get to the free throw line. That has to be a concerted effort from everyone on the damn court in game two. We'll see who the official is. Um, They'll be hidden in some quiet location here in Denver. So we can't find out. I don't think it's going to be Scott Foster or Tony brothers for this game. Uh, But I do think whoever the officials are, I expect the game to be called tighter. Because there always is a flip between one game and the next, even if it's different officials, that the message is basically sent. Okay, that was a little too much that direction. I mean, that game was too and, – and Spo wouldn't blame the officiating. And honestly, I watched it again. I don't blame the officiating. They took jump Me shots. Neither. Like they, they took jump shots and they were letting kind of both teams play for most of it. Two free throws made is ridiculous. Um, it's the lowest ever in NBA Finals game. I, the Lakers had five, something like – uh, 15 years ago, and other than that, like nobody else has had fewer than eight. So, I mean, this was a real outlier. The game was two hours and four minutes long. It's got to be the shortest NBA Finals game, Has to be. right? I mean, it was it was it was it was we started and it was over. Um, and there was there was really not a lot of twists and turns to it. There was nothing. There was kind of that feeble heat that heat run at the end, which we knew was going to be feeble, and that was pretty much it. So, I I feel like if you're Spolster, you're looking at this and saying they're going to call this thing tighter. And so I am going to tell my guys, attack, uh, attack, force them to call. Because the NBA does not want a narrative of the Heat getting fewer than 10 free throws game. When the Heat were one of the better free throw shooting teams in the league this year, not just by attempt, not by, by makes, but by volume. Yeah. Um, and mostly because of those two guys. And so, I mean, almost exclusively because of those two guys. And so I think Jimmy and Bam uh, will be more aggressive uh, in this game upcoming. And on, on the Denver side, I think it, it is worth watching here. It's clear Malone's only going to play eight, and he's really going to play seven and a half. And Miami has to put themselves in position. And Bam kind of said this today. He says, we get a split. We go back to Miami. We don't lose at home. You know, this is going to be a long series if Miami wins it. I don't think there's any question. But I feel like you have to 
uh, lengthen it as much as possible because I do think that whereas fatigue is more of an issue for the Heat early in the series with the shorter turnaround from the Boston series, with the emotional heft pull on that them during that series to just get over the top against the Celtics and not be a laughing stock after dropping a 3-0 lead and all the rest of that, and then to come in here to the altitude and have to play a rested team that was clearly the best team in the West that plays a completely different style than you played before, really challenging, but obviously, and probably not likely for winning game one. And so if you, you took you gave the points in game one for better edge, you were right. But I think as this series goes on, the Heat can wear on this team a little bit. And I, I feel like that's a big part of the strategy here is force them to either go deeper into their bench or regret the fact that they're not. And now if you're adding Tyler Hero back potentially and Caleb's sickness is not a big deal – you have more bodies to throw at you in every kind of situation. Still have Love available. May have Tyler available. We you should be seeing what Highsmith can provide. I think Struess will be better. So I think there are some other things that they can add to the mix. And there were some guys that found something. We didn't talk much about Gabe Vincent in game one, but thought he played pretty well. And there's some things he can find in the series. All right, Greg, we appreciate it. Uh, again, check out our sponsors, John Chung at uh, Keystone Chiropractic. MarkBrownPA.com, price picks, use the code 5, and better edge, use code 5RSN. Have a good day, everybody. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.